you are about to experience Bubble and Squeak, the explicit podcast made for adults by someone who is often terribly childish. Hi, I'm Peter Santoscano, and this is Bubble and Squeak, a podcast with uncanny sounds, funny interludes, and stories, most weird, many true. Okay, here's episode 13. Our show today comes in three parts. Part one, Irish author and queer rights activist Shirley McMillan talks about an initiative to continue peace in Northern Ireland through storytelling. Part two, Kyle, an earnest praise and worship leader, begins hour 23 of a 24-hour marathon to silence the devil and his own fears. And part three, a sound slice. Shirley McMillan lives in County Down, about an hour outside of Belfast in Northern Ireland, or the north of Ireland, or just Ireland, depending on who you ask. A writer of young adult fiction, her books contain queer and other marginalized young characters. Shirley works in one of a handful of integrated schools. In Northern Ireland, integration means Catholics and Protestants together in the same school. She was concerned for LGBTQ youth. Years ago, she invited me to the school to speak with a class of year one students. I'd always wondered what I could do about it because I was a teacher in the school. And, you know, you, you would always like hear homophobic comments from kids. Or I had one girl who came to me and said she'd been bullied because uh, she like kissed a girl and, you know, it had gone around the whole school and that kind of thing. So there's always things like that. And I always wondered, like, you know, what what can I do about this beyond just talking to individuals about it. Uh, and then you came into school and did a presentation for these 11-year-olds about growing up gay and like realizing that you were gay when you were little. One of the students was, was really emotional about that. And I took him out to speak to him, make sure he was okay. And I sort of thought that he would probably be about to come out to me. But Actually, what happened was that he said a friend of his had killed himself after being homophobically bullied. It was so shocking because he was so, so young, like he was only 11 and his friend was like slightly older, but not much. But the other shocking thing to me about it was that he had never told anybody that before. Shortly after that visit, Shirley started the first, or one of the very first, gender and sexuality alliances in Northern Ireland, in fact, in all of the UK. Sectarian violence punctuated much of Shirley's life with military and paramilitary groups battling it out in the streets. The troubles between Protestants and Catholics, although technically over, still rumble in the background, threatening to explode. Just as Brexit began in earnest and before the coronavirus lockdown, Shirley traveled to remote villages in Northern Ireland. As part of the ongoing peace process funded by the EU, her job was to facilitate storytelling. I've been doing a really brilliant project, actually, with a place called the John Hewitt Society. Which John Hewitt's a Northern Irish poet who was really concerned with cultural identity and, uh, well, I mean, he wouldn't have called it integration, but he was really concerned with integration in his poems. Yeah, very interested in talking about his own identity, but also listening to other people's identities as well. 
the John Hewitt Society run these like six week courses, which I have been facilitating. That has meant a lot of me going to places that I have not been before in Northern Ireland. City people like, you know, from Belfast, maybe like look down a little bit on like um, Lurgan, Portadown, um, Craig Avon. But these are just really interesting places that I suppose are on the margins a wee bit in Northern Ireland and talking to maybe like older people and people from very, very rural areas that I just haven't been to before. A lot of listening to their stories and then just helping them to formulate and write them down. So that that has taken up a lot of my time over the last few months and I've really, really loved it. It's been really quite amazing. So I've heard a number of stories which I was really surprised because I felt like those were things that I may have known about, but I thought they were from a really long time ago. And actually they weren't, they were only from maybe a generation ago. For, for example, there was a woman who was talking about when she was young, the farmers in her area used to all kind of club together and work each other's farms when it came time for like taking the hay in to like harvest it for the animals. They would like do one person's farm first and then they'd all move to the next one and then they'd all move to the next one. So it was kind of like a socialist collective sort of thing happening. But this was really in quite recent times and it doesn't really happen anymore. Creek Avon has a really fascinating history where during the Troubles, um, an awful lot of people were evacuated to Creek Avon. It was this big sort of spacious area and they built an awful lot of housing for people to be evacuated to during the Troubles. And then there were housing built there as well for soldiers. So you had these like villages that soldiers were living in. And then once they left, those villages were empty. Um, so I have people in my groups here telling me stories about how when they were kids, they had these like massive estates to play in with houses and they'd be like divvy up the houses between them and say, you know, you can have that side of the street and we'll have this side. And, you know, they had their own houses to play in and they kind of made gangs as like kids often do. You know, they made their own sort of gangs, but they were really determined that they weren't going to be sectarian gangs. So they, they made their own sort of paramilitary organizations they they called them but they were like peace organizations so they were they were all going to club together and fight the bad guys together you don't have to grace your bets what you see is what you get sorry if you wanted something Jesus, we totally adore you, and thank you for sticking with me. We have entered hour 23 yeah, of our 24-hour Instagram Live praise and worship time. 
hey, I'm Kyle Raven, and the Lord put it on my heart, you know? Like, these are really, really troubling times, right? I mean, like, the economy, right? And, like, the pandemic, and now all of this unrest, so much evil in the world. I mean, like, not that the police or the rioters are evil, it's just that the devil likes to sow chaos. And so that's why we're standing in the gap. That's what the Lord said. He's called me and my praise team to stand in the gap. Yo, we're like in isolation. So I'm alone here. Matt's been sending me tracks, but we're just praising the Lord. And I know you're scared. I know. But you know what? No weapon formed against us shall prosper. Yeah, the Lord is a strong tower. You know, the righteous, they run in and they're safe. Yeah, no plague will come near my tent. You know, just stick with the Lord, you know, because this is like the plagues of Egypt and you just have the blood of the lamb on your doorpost, have Jesus in your heart. It's going to be good. And the Lord, okay, now this is crazy, but like the Lord just put something on my heart. Matt, I'm going to need your help with this, dude. You know, the Lord's calling us to sing a new song. And for me, he said, no, I don't want you just to sing a new song. I want you to sing a new genre. Yeah. Yeah. To just push back the enemy. But the thing is, we can't trust our own intellect, our own heart. It's so wicked. So God wants us to sing in our spiritual language. And if you've been baptized in the Holy Spirit, you speak in tongues. You can sing in tongues. And God has called me to a new thing. That's right. Matt, I'm going to need you to like drop for me a hip hop beat because the Lord is calling me to rap in tongues. Yeah, Jesus. Praise him. You know, lift him up. Okay, people, we're going to praise him. Okay, here goes. Ready? And kakapakaraka chukamoko ruta. Sikalika pakaruka toko haya. Ikalaka chukamoko roko toka pakatika ratatemba kuka pupo rupa pakatika. Chakukupoko huro pakachata. Sakata kata poko kuku chuk. Chacha papa popa parata tata yicha acha 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 acha. Let me set the scene for you. I had just left Madrid, Spain, where they work very hard to cover their fascist past. From there I flew to Berlin, Germany, where their remembrance of their fascist past is an obsession. It's also a tourist attraction and a constant companion in the once bombed out city. But before I walked through the powerful and suffocating Holocaust memorial, 
before I had to take a 30-minute break from the gruesome words and images in the topography of Terror Museum, before the German History Museum outlined for me the steps necessary for Hitler to rise to power, and before I recognized these steps already taking place in my own country, before all that occurred, I exited the airport with a gaggle of fellow travelers. With our roller bags extended, we flocked out of the terminal, briskly walking over the cobblestones. Squeak is written and produced by me, Peterson Toscano. I mostly make the show for me and for my friend Jane Brazell, who is no longer alive, but still very much with me. Many thanks to my travel and life companion, Glenn Retiff, for the Sound Slice inspiration. Thanks to musician Matt Langston for providing Kyle's holy track. And thanks to Shirley McMillan. Check out her books. They're published by Adam Books. Visit her website, shirleyannmcmillan.com. Anne is spelled with an E at the end. shirleyannmcmillan.com. The Bubble and Squeak theme song is Worthless by the Jelly Rocks from the Bang & Whimper album. You also heard Book of Secrets from the Sugar Fist album by Eleven D Seven. Oh, and thanks for listening. For more shows like this one, visit rockcandyrecordings.com. Are you feeling down, suffocated with dread, overwhelmed with despair? Then join over 100,000 depression sufferers who downloaded the amazing app, Decompression. The Decompression app offers daily suggestions for how you can beat the snot out of depression. Here are five proven depression busters. Number one, watch an old movie with freshly popped popcorn. Number two, Go for a long walk. Number three, weep uncontrollably for seven hours until you dehydrate and pass out. Number four, take the anti-malarial drug hydroxychloroquine. Oh, sorry, that must be a Russian troll. (laughs) Number five, go skydiving in your underwear. Just type in the promo code hydroxychloroquine and kick your depression in the ass. 